Hi everyone, welcome to yet another session of Edureka, your one-stop solution to trending technologies. So today's session is about JavaScript debugging tips and tricks. Now, if you are a full-stack developer or a front-end, back-end or any web developer, you must be well-versed with the language JavaScript. But if you have just started learning JavaScript and you have just started working on web development, you must be facing quite a few difficulties while writing the code in JavaScript or you must be wondering how to debug certain things in JavaScript. So in today's session, we will discuss about some of the tips and tricks that you can follow or that you can keep in mind while writing a code in JavaScript or while working with JavaScript that will save you some time. Now knowing your tools can make a significant difference when it comes to getting things done. Now despite JavaScript's reputation as being a little difficult to debug, if you keep a couple of tricks up your sleeve, errors and bugs will take less time to resolve. So talking about the first debugging tip, the word that comes in my mind is debugger. Now if you know how to write a code in JavaScript, you must be aware about console.log as well. So this is what we use in order to get any output. Now after console.log debugger is definitely my favorite quick and dirty debugging tool. So now once it is in your code Chrome will automatically stop there when executing. So you can even wrap it in conditionals. So it only runs when you need it. Now all modern browsers have a built-in JavaScript debugger. So these built-in debuggers can be turned on and off forcing errors to be reported to the user. And with the help of this debugger, you can also set breakpoints and examine variables while the code is executing. Now, if your browser supports the debugging, you can also use your console.log function in order to display the JavaScript values in the debugger window itself. Now, the next tip that you should keep in mind is to display the objects as a table. Now, sometimes you might have a complex set of objects that you want to view. So you can either use the console.log and scroll through the list or break out those console.table helper. So now this makes it easier to see what you are dealing with. So if you want to display a list of animals, suppose you're taking five animals in the list and also their different characteristics. So it's easier if you consider that variable inside a table and then list out all of the properties or whatever characteristics you're taking inside the variable. This makes your output look better and also this is easy to understand. Now another difficulty that you might face while working with JavaScript is finding the DOM elements. Now how do you find your DOM elements quickly? So for that you must mark a DOM element in the elements panel and then use it in your console. So what happens here is that the Chrome inspector keeps the last five elements in its history so that the final marked element displays with a zero and the second to last marked element one and so on. So if you're considering two or more items, you can always mark them in a certain order and then you can access the DOM nodes. So now because you have listed them in a number, accessing them in the console becomes easier for you and this would not give you any error even if you're confused with the numbers or if you're trying to access the elements. It might not work every time. So this makes your work easier here. Now the next tip is about using the benchmark loops with the help of your console.time and console.timeend. Now what happens is that if you know exactly how long something has taken to execute, it becomes super useful, especially when debugging the slow loops. So you can even set up multiple timers by assigning a label to the method. It would become difficult for you to identify the bug. 
So now when you know exactly the time error as well, it will be easier for you to debug. So for that you can use the console.time or the console.time and and figure out the time that your code has taken to execute. Another thing to keep in mind is the stack trace for a function. Now you probably know that JavaScript frameworks produce a lot of code and pretty quick. So it creates views and triggers events. So eventually you will want to know what actually caused the function call. Now since JavaScript is not a very structured language, it can sometimes be hard to get an overview of what happened and when exactly it happened. So this is exactly where the console.trace comes handy that helps you in debugging your JavaScript code. So the console.trace will help you trace in the console section itself. So you can see the entire stack trace for the function call or whatever you have used in your example. So even though you think that you know your script well, this can still be quite handy. So if you want to improve your code, you can get the trace and your great list of all related functions and every single one is clickable and you can now go back and forth between them. So it's just like a menu for you. Now another easy way is to unminify the code and this will help you in debugging your JavaScript. Now what I mean by unminify the code is so sometimes you might have an issue in the production and your source maps didn't quite make it to the server. So for that Chrome can unminify your JavaScript files to a more human readable format. Now the code won't be as helpful as your real code, but at least you can see what's happening. So when you unminify your code and in your Chrome section, you will see that the code has been unminified and it's not in a proper readable format, but you can at least figure things out here. So you will see the curly braces in the button below in the left corner of your uh, screen. So with the help of that you can actually see the source viewer in the inspector. So this might not be very helpful, but you can at least understand what the code is all about. It might not give you the exact code, but at least you can figure out that how it works. And this definitely is helpful when you have serious debugging issues in JavaScript. So this will at least give you an idea that might help you in debugging. Now the next thing that I'm going to talk about is the quick finding a function to debug. Now let's say that you want to set a breakpoint in a function and the two most common ways to do that is to first find the line in your inspector and then add a breakpoint or add a debugger in your script. Now in both of these solutions you have to click around in your files to find the particular line that you want to debug. So what's probably less common is that to use the console. So for that you use the debug in the console and the script will stop when it reaches the function that you passed it in. It's quick, but the downside is that it doesn't work on private or anonymous functions. But if that's not the case, it's probably the fastest way to find a function to debug. Also, one more thing, keep in mind that there's also function named as console.debug, but these two are not the same thing. Now, if you take the debug function and inside that pass your object or variable name in the console and the script will stop in debug mode, when it gets a function call to that particular variable or the object that you have called. Now to add to it, we also have something called as the black box. So today we often have a few libraries and frameworks on our web pages and most of them are well tested and relatively bug free. But the debugger still steps into all the files that have no relevance for this debugging task. Now the solution is to black box the script that you don't need to debug. Another thing to keep in mind is to find the important things in complex debugging. 
now in more complex debugging we sometimes want to output many lines so one thing you can do to keep a better structure of your outputs is to use more console functions like console.log console.debug or console.warn info error and so on so you can then filter them in your inspector as well but sometimes this is not really what you want when you need to debug the JavaScript. It's now that you can get creative and style your messages. So you can use the CSS and make your own structured console messages when you want to debug the JavaScript. So if I take an example now in the console.log function, you can set percent %s for a string or percent %i for integers, etc. So you can probably find better ways to use this. So if you use a single page framework, you may want to have one style for view message and another for the models, collections, controllers and so on. Now one more thing that you can do is watch specific function calls and its arguments. So in the Chrome console, you can keep an eye on specific functions. So every time the function is called, it will be logged with the values that it was passed in. Now this is actually a great way to see which arguments are passed into a function. But I must say that it would be good if the console could tell how many arguments to expect. So that's one thing that needs to be handled here in the code because if we don't know the number of arguments that are to be passed, it might lead to a possible bug. Now what about quickly accessing elements in the console? So a faster way to do a query selector in the console is with the dollar sign. So this is basically the CSS selector. Now this will return the first match of your CSS selector. So a single dollar returns the first match whereas if you use a double dollar CSS selector it will return all of them. So if you're using an element more than once it's worth saving it as a variable. Now if you have been working with web development you must be aware about Postman as well. Now many developers are using Postman to play around with the Ajax requests. So it is excellent but it can be a bit annoying also to open up a new browser window, write new request objects and also then test them again. So sometimes it's just easy to use your own browser. When you do, you no longer need to worry about the authentication cookies and if you're sending to a password secure page as well. So this is how you would edit and resend requests in Firefox or Chrome or any browser. So all you have to do is just open up the inspector and go to the network tab. Right click on the desired request and choose edit and resend. So now you can change anything that you want. So change the header and edit your parameters and hit resend. So basically this makes your work faster and also in a better way. Another thing that you can do is break on the node change. So the DOM can be a funny thing. Sometimes things change and you don't even know why. However, when you need to debug the JavaScript, Chrome actually lets you pause when a DOM element changes. So you can even monitor its attributes and in the Chrome inspector all you need to do is just right click on the element and pick a break on setting to use it. Now talking about the development tools. This is probably the most obvious of debugging tools and there are so many things that you can do with them. So talking about some major browsers debugging tools normally you activate debugging in your browser with the F12 and select the console in the debugger menu. But other steps that you can follow for this is like if you're using Chrome all you can do is just go to your browser and you can go to the menu and select more tools. So there would be an option called as more tools in your menu and from the tools you can choose the developer tools and finally select the console. So this is also another way of activating a debugging in the browser. Now this was for Chrome if you're using Firefox 
all you have to do is just open the browser and then again from the menu you have to select the web developer now inside the web developer you have to select your web console and that's all you need to do now if you're using opera or safari so for opera you have to open the browser and again from the menu you have to select the developer and inside developer you will have developer tools and inside that you will have your console similarly for safari you have to go to the safari go to preferences advanced in the main menu then you have to check enable show develop menu in bar so you can see that there is an option named as enabling your show develop menu in the menu bar and when the new option develop appears in the menu you have to choose show error console so these were some of the tips and tricks to help you in debugging now this process of testing finding and reducing bugs in computer programs is definitely a real deal it's basically like a real bug is stuck in the electronics but if you follow these tips and tricks or if you keep in mind these few little details while writing a code in javascript or while working with javascript you can avoid quite a lot of these errors and debugging would definitely become easier and faster so this was all about today's session and these were some of my tips and tricks about javascript debugging i hope this helps you the next time you're working on javascript so don't forget to subscribe to edureka's channel till then thank you and happy learning